It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. On your Wednesday episode of Locked on Raptors, we conclude the three-part mega mailbag with Katie Heindel. We got lots of great questions still to get to. Should Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes be moved off the ball more often? That and so much more we'll be getting to on today's episode as we round out a whole week of mailbag shows with Katie Heindel. Oh, like, because when I shot, I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of miss. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Canada, the NBA title is yours. We're going to the first of the Hail Mary 3 by Mopey. Get that garbage out of here. What's going on? Welcome to episode number, let me look at my sheet here, 1231 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, August the 12th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley, RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the podcast free on all your favorite podcast apps, able to subscribe to the audio forms. You can rate, review, all that good stuff. You can also go to YouTube and subscribe to the podcast there for free. Hit the big red subscribe button, support the show. You know the deal by now, at least I hope you do, unless you're a new listener, in which case, welcome in. Hi, go listen to the last two parts of this mailbag. Why would you start with part three? That's weird. Uh, All right, on today's show, we continue the aforementioned mega mailbag that we are releasing, uh, recorded late July, releasing in the middle of August as I am gallivanting on my honeymoon across the Isle of Vancouver. And joining me is Katie Heindel, who has been a trooper sitting in for a marathon record session. I had to go change my shirt because it got too damn hot in this stupid room with no AC. You're doing just fine, though. Katie, how are you? I'm good, man. I didn't even finish all my drink yet. (laughs) My electrolytes. You gotta drink that faster, Katie. Get those electrolytes into you. You got the COVID. You gotta, you gotta get yourself I'm, hydrated. I'm, uh, yeah, but I'm like, I'm what's the Pacing rationing? Yourself? I'm rationing. Rationing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, all right, Katie, we got a lot of mailbag questions. We've gotten to a good number of them so far, but we've got more to get to here. So let's get to a question here. Comes from, I had it and I <laughs> lost it. Here we go. No. Lost that one too. The question, it's sort of a two-pronged question, and we'll dig into it uh, now as such. Here it is. Found it. From Charlie Bender and followed up by Caleb Latre asking, would you like to see 
Otto Porter Jr., or also OG Ananobi or Gary Trent Jr. handle the rock at times this season to explore potentially new off-ball actions featuring Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam, who don't often get run stuff for them off the ball. Really interesting, because it kind of runs counter, I think, to what they're building this team to be, with Scotty and Pascal kind of as the heads of the snake, with everything flowing off of that. But curious, your thoughts of having Scotty and Pascal work away from the ball, how viable that might be in this coming Mm. season. I don't like that imagery with the snake. Uh, <laughs> but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like not a fan they're... of the Hydra, Katie. Not a fan of uh, Greek mythology. No, I like. I don't mind the Hydra as top top tier like monsters go. Maybe like Subarus yeah. more apt though, right? <laughs> Got that three headed dog in him. <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy that was uttered on the podcast. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not, it's as you say, it's not necessarily where it looks like the pl- like the gameplay is headed to, but also mm-hmm. like wackier things have happened. And mm-hmm. I mean, for Scotty, that's a phenomenal opportunity, right? Like you, this sure. is somebody you still want like to have their hands in the mix of everything, to be developing a little bit here, a little bit there, right? And Pascal, not so much, but I think for Scotty Barnes, that could be a great opportunity. I also would love to see that. Yeah, with for Otto. Man, yeah. I can't wait to see Otto Porter Jr. play for the Raptors. I gotta say. He's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to him. He fits so perfectly. It's mm-hmm. like it, it's honestly fits like into when that they got that sweatsuit so perfectly. Uh-huh. Tell you that much. Let me ask you, Katie. You were in Vegas at yeah, around was, the time this was, I was happening. Right beside him. When he had that sweatsuit on. How did he not melt? It was like a bazillion oh, degrees the there, right? Air conditioning in okay. like Cox, uh, in like the whole uh, like campus, like mm-hmm. of the pavilion of arenas is like, you got to wear long sleeves. Interesting. Okay. It's frigid. But then you go outside. Is there like a quick change of clothes? Is there like an airlock where you can change into outdoor clothes? They're or going out a there? different, they're going out a different way. Uh-huh. They're going out. Uh, my guess is they're going out underneath the small arena is like mm. seven floors. You have to walk down to do post games and there's like a warm up gym down there. That's where all the lockers are for the UNLV like campus. That's where I saw Ben Simmons riding up a freight elevator as I came down. <laughs> um, that's where they're coming in. So I think they're just getting dropped off from like a, like a big black SUV also pumping mm-hmm. the IC. So I think from hotel to car to there, you're not really outside for more than three or four steps. Well, that's good. I know mm-hmm. when I went to school in Ottawa, it was the inverse. It was really cold. And the Carleton University campus has tunnels inter- interconnecting every single building on campus. It's fantastic. You can go to school in January in shorts and flip-flops. It rules. They should have something like that in Vegas, right? Like just so people don't have to go. This actually might be more more of like a dystopian future where no one yeah. can go outside. I so think we all it's become mole people. Gonna but, probably uh, go in that direction. Yeah, but it's right the now they're still for the end times now. Yeah, right now they're still <laughs> leaning hard on those outdoor escalators that make mm. no sense in the desert. When, right, uh, it's a hundred and eleven degrees out, mm-hmm. and your shoes are melting on the tines. Uh, the Ooh. hot escalator tines. I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> You sell me less and less on going to Vegas every year, Katie. This you have the greatest you time. <laughs> you have the greatest time. You know me. I had to change my shirt once because I'm too hot recording this podcast. Of course, I'm not cut out for Vegas heat. No, no chance. Um, but yeah, to the question at hand yes, from sorry, Charlie and sorry, Caleb. Sorry. 
all good. It's the mailbag podcast. We can get silly with it. It's fine. Um, the I, I, the idea of Scotty and, Pre- and Pascal working off ball does appeal to me a little bit because we've talked about it. There's lots of different guys who want touches on this team. Mm-hmm. And if the burblings that OG Ananobi is looking for a greater role in the offense, which Nick Nurse actually addressed on a radio show this week and said as much, like... If Scotty and Pascal can work off ball points, I think it can be beneficial to the team, both to get guys the looks that they want, but also to make it so defenses are kind of quaking in their boots a little bit when the two, in theory, best players on the team or most you know shot creative guys on the team are off the ball waiting to attack closeouts or mm-hmm. you know co- you know sort of dig into a defense that's in the middle of shifting across the floor. That's really compelling to me. It also probably opens up lots of laneways for guys like OG and Gary Trent Jr. to get to the basket if teams are worried about guarding Scotty and Pascal. The problem is, neither of those guys great three-point shooters at this point. Pascal is clearly working on it. The reports are that he's just like only shooting threes this offseason, and it's the first full offseason he's had in like three years, so maybe that will behoove him and and he'll become like the the shooter that he has been in the past at points, 36, 37, 40-plus percent from the corners maybe. That changes the game. And then Scotty Barnes, it's kind of a wild card, right? We don't really know if the three-point shot's going to take a leap or a minor jump or a total otherworldly climb. It's all up in the air. If that stuff happens, that makes the off-ball stuff work a lot more. We know Pascal can work off-ball. It's probably one most improved player. It was the third best player on a championship team. And combined with Kawhi Leonard to score a Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan level of points in the postseason, it's because he worked off-ball and was able to leverage other guys into really easy looks for himself. Um, You know, I kind of think Trent and OG and Fred are better off-ball players as it stands right now than Pascal and Scottie. But as a little thing to work into games as a wrinkle, maybe not in close games where you're trying to win one at the end, but just to try to develop along as you try to win games. I totally think a little bit more off ball Pascal and Scotty could be worked in. It would sort of help to massage a lot of the burbling Mm -hmm. tensions within the construct of the team, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll continue on, Katie, get more mailbag questions. We're going to talk about jerseys next because, boy, do I love talking about jerseys, as does the question asker who sent in the related jersey-related question. We'll get to that in one sec. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar, making the best-tasting protein bars in the world. They are fantastic. Someone like me who does not like protein bars very much, who does not like the gritty, sandy, gross taste you get in your mouth, when you have a protein bar, not a problem with Built Bars. They are essentially just like a candy bar, but they're good for you and have good stuff in them. And they now have the Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. It is the marshmallowy, delicious confection made with real cookie dough that you have to get your hands on. Now, it is like having the most decadent candy bar you've ever had, but it has good stuff for you, including collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently, and it provides tons of health benefits. Your whole body's made out of collagen. I was watching a show about paleontology with David Attenborough recently, talking about how collagen, the development of collagen, is the reason human beings exist. And this is in freaking Built Bars. You gotta get yourself some Built Bars, because, like, science says collagen is good for you. So get on that right now. They taste fantastic, make you feel like you're having a tasty confection and cheating the system when, in fact, you are not, and you're getting a lot of good stuff, way less sugar than your typical marshmallow-based treats as well. Go and get yourself some cookie dough chunk puffs right now at Built.com. they got lots of limited-time flavors popping up on there all the time as well. you got the traditional bars, too. They believe they have granola bars once in a while as well. So go to locked. Uh, go to promo. Go to built.com. Use the promo code locked15 and get 15% off your order at built.com. Once again, the promo code is locked15. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Okay, we continue on here, Katie, with your Mega Mailbag. Segment number two. More questions coming in. This one comes from... This is segment from, number three. Th- wait. This is number... This is two of three. Part, segment two of part three yeah. of the podcast, yeah. I think. Yeah. My brain hurts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this will be airing like three weeks from now, so uh, really, I'm totally just lost in my brain. Uh, this question here comes from Eric Morris at Epic Moppus, who asks... I've seen a lot of design people lately bemoan the trend in minimalist logos and uniform mm-hmm. designs in the NBA. What do you think of that trend and the Raptors part in it? Katie, I will give the floor to you to wax poetic on Jersey minimalism. I may be the lone voice in the universe right now, but I don't mind those bright yellow jazz jerseys. Oh just my goodness. The urine jerseys? What? Because <laughs> they, I love an ugly color on blast. So mm-hmm, it's got mm-hmm. that. I also just love how austere it is when your team name is the jazz to uh-huh. just have like a very, very severe jazz in bright yellow um, isn't it just utah on those ones too you don't even get the oh, jazz part yeah but don't utah. they do they have one do they have one they have one jazz? their others their their other one just says jazz yeah 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 like so i like that it's like just one or the other sure um Ugh. very severely i don't mind it I don't think the Raptors will lean this way. I mean, no, because I was going to say, they oh, they do, though. No, they don't, because I was going to say that. But when you factor in like the Chevron and all the kind of like little details, they move right. away from, I think, how like okay. severe it is. You're never going to see a Raptor style jersey like the Jazz, you know, like that, because there will there will be some embellishments. It'll be like, oh, this Chevron pointing here, it means signifies this. The Raptors have to get too many like, uh, imagery like signifiers and yeah. so that will like must it up a bit which i think is good you know i think it could stand to be must i mean my biggest like i am not like a minimalist in terms of jerseys you know my mm-hmm. favorite era is the flaming horsehead pistons yep. era yep. uh of yep. jersey the gross like metallic teal i love it bring it mm-hmm. back that's like you know that kind of 90s or even like going into early 2000s, that's what I love. So yeah, things will lean this way, and then they will go back. And there's also some that's... franchises that can't, that just cannot go minimalistic. Like the Knicks, no. You know what I mean? The Lakers, no. Even though those yeah. jerseys look minimalist, the colors explode that as like an option for them. That's a good point. I would argue that the Raptors have one minimalist jersey right now. Maybe not in the like traditional form of here's just some lines with no trim or colors, but like the white jerseys suck. I yeah, hate them, do. Katie. They, they look like practice jerseys. They look like yeah, a jersey you would buy on the rack at Value Village that someone's donated. Like they look terrible. They're a scrimmage I hate jersey. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're brutal. And, and like the 
you know, in comparison to previous editions of Raptors jerseys, they're obviously minimalist. Even the jerseys from like just before this era, the ones they won the literal championship in, mm -hmm. those had like nice trim and accents and the chevrons on the side. They weren't boring. They had stuff going on while also being clean. There's a difference between minimalist and clean, I think. And I think that they're more minimalist than clean right now as there's a cat. Hi, jeans. <laughs> Hi, jeans. 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 What do you think about minimalism in jersey designs? She doesn't. Think I think that's much. stupid. The white jerseys <laughs> for the Raptors are terrible. I hate them so much. Uh, is that a good jeans impression? I don't know. I've never talked to jeans before. I think jeans uh, would have a very like more demon, <laughs> demon sounding voice. But whatever you think. Not like uh, an older, like uh, old old maid with uh, long no. cigarettes, perhaps. Oh God! Oh, my no. babies, uh, There's like the nothing jerseys, genteel. <laughs> There's nothing genteel about this cat. <laughs> jeans here's a little jeans YouTube. aside for you everybody okay. jeans okay. loves to eat jeans loves corn season much like i love corn season but because sure. jeans loves to eat not on corn like the outside the casings of a corn if you have it somewhere where she can get it she'll find it and just go to town chewing on it wow. uh, and i got some corn and like tied it up in a bag to take up north with me and she lay down in front. Oh, she moved the computer. She lay down beside the bag on her side, staring at the bag as if she was very depressed about not being able to have access to the corn. Um, that's a that's a jeansism for you. Oh, we love jeans. We also love seasonal fruit and veg on this podcast. Wait, as here we it speak. Is, here's this is a this is a bonus for the YouTube. Here's the picture. Aha! Outstanding. Depressed. Outstanding. Okay. Um, yeah. Seasonal jeans fruit and veg. Where are we on? Jerseys. Yeah, jeans. Jersey. Uh, <laughs> let's get jeans on a city jersey for the Raptors. How about that? Uh, just like laying sadly next to a thing of corn uh, on the jersey. That's what tells the tale of Toronto more than that. Um, <laughs> would you want to see the Raptors just go back to a full on, like, here's the giant dinosaur on yes, the jersey? Yes, we've talked yeah. about this. I want the yeah. purple. Right, we had the living red that you and I yeah. loved so much. I like yeah. they could even bring that red back. Fine, like I don't know. You yeah. obviously on the pan. Do a red version with a dinosaur on it. That's yeah, fine too. Yeah. But what we haven't seen since is just like that kind of purple, like purple, yeah. not as an accent. Purple first and foremost, like. Yeah. And you don't have even have to have maybe don't have the dinosaur, or maybe have it really small, or maybe have the dinosaur, like that's eating the, the basketball. One that's clutching the ball. That's an underutilized. Yes. Underutilized uh, yes. thing logo in Raptors history, I would say. For but sure. have, oh my God, Jean, stop. She's laying <laughs> in front of the computer and she's moving it because she's so big. Um, bring, yeah, have a purple. That corn she's been eating. <laughs> she's weakening because she hasn't had the corn. Um, <laughs> have the purple as the mainstay. Yeah, I want to see that. Like, that's go against the grain, right? If you really want your jerseys to pop and probably sell them in other markets, don't go minimalistic this season. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, let's continue on. Get better jerseys. Stop with the terrible jerseys, NBA. Stop letting Nike run roughshod with all these terrible city jerseys that suck that no one <laughs> likes. Uh, and just go from there. Let's go. This one here comes from Freddie Revis. Basketball question. Hitting you with the uppercut after. Hitting you with the jab. Uh, we got... <laughs> Precious versus Gary seems to be a big debate among Raptors fans in terms of who should start this season. Where do you both sit? I have been very forefront on this podcast saying 
Pressure should start. Gary Trent is the sixth man. He's, he was born to be. This man's got a gunner spirit. Let him go live out that life next season. Katie, where do you sit on the Precious versus Gary in the starting lineup? Or perhaps maybe both sit. You start someone else. Feel free to take this question any way you'd like. No, I think I'm boringly with you. I think um, Gary is kind of like what we wanted Lou Williams to be. And uh-huh. he was like infuriatingly not as a sixth man option for the Raptors specifically. He certainly was for the Clippers, but never for the Raptors. So um, I think that's a fair I think that works. Also, like you kind of want to have a wallop in your starting lineup, and you're going to get that more with Precious on the floor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I want the defense of a Precious, Scotty, Pascal, OG, Fred VanVleet lineup. That would be mm-hmm. uh, disgusting. The numbers suggest that last year, in very limited time, it was disgusting. It was literally in the 100th percentile of defensive efficiency. Were they in the one-th percentile of offensive efficiency? Yes, but, th- that you know, the, 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 they, there's still some growth to be done there. Precious shoots threes now. Fred was busted and wasn't really healthy, uh, and that lineup didn't get a lot of run in the back part of the season when everyone kind of coalesced. So, uh, yeah, I am very much on Start Precious. That will be the bandwagon I'm riding all the way into the new season. We're going to continue on and close out the mega mailbag, Katie, in just one second here. But first, a reminder, you can go and listen to Locked On NBA every single day on your favorite podcast apps for free. You can also go to YouTube and subscribe there. Great NBA talk from our rotating cast of hosts on the Locked On NBA show from the local ranks like me, except they're better than me, on the NBA show, breaking it all down. So go listen to Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, Katie. Last segment of the marathon. We're we're nearly done. We're nearly through it. It's unbelievable. It's been a long, arduous two-hour record. Mm -hmm. Very much appreciate it. Uh, let's go with this question. We got to talk about Kevin Durant, I suppose, once on this podcast, because, uh, you know, it's been a week at at this point since we've talked about him, surely. (laughs) Which is the most, this comes from Cameron Hilton, who Cam sent a lot of great questions in the the mailbag. A couple of them I can't really answer for people to hear. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, let's go with this one here. Which is the most likely to happen in a Kevin Durant trade? Siakam heads out along with, uh, other salary and picks. Same as above, except it's Fred, the OG Gary Trent Jr. platter, something outrageously lopsided to the wraps like a pair of picks, Thad, Kem, and Flynn. Uh, <laughs> what do you think is the most likely outcome in a potential Raptors-Kevin Durant trade, Katie? Um, probably the third option, right? You're probably going to see mm. OG and Gary. Mm-hmm. The the very unbalanced one is like, that's the grift style that we've grown familiar 
with Masai being able to pull mm -hmm. um, on other GMs, but it's been such a lopsided free agency thus far mm -hmm. um, where I don't think there's been really a fair trade. Teams have certainly won in trades, right? But I don't oh, think, yeah. uh, I think they've given up a lot to get, to get who they got. Um, the teams winning are not the ones necessarily acquiring the good players. I would say. Actually, I mean, they're winning because they're like, getting good players. Nine, but yeah, like they're winning, winning by like quant or undercutting themselves. Yeah, 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 like shooting themselves yeah. in the foot. But I would say even then, the recipients are also not winning um, necessarily. So that's kind of going against like, which is honestly a good strategy as to maybe why this one's like taking so long. If it's going to happen, do you want to yeah. you, you want to put all that? that unfairness behind you. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think as much as I would really hate it, I do not want to lose either of those guys. Yeah. I think that's what it would take. I think if a trade happens, it will be OG Ananobi, Gary Trent Jr., Precious Achua, and all the picks. I don't think OG and Gary on its own is getting it done. I think mm. Precious you can throw in as like a sweetener to kind of beat any of the other deals that are out there as far as like the backup offers that the Nets might have to go for. I also am growing more wary of the idea that they just don't trade them and they run it back and it gets real, real awkward in, in Brooklyn. And I also think the Raptors <laughs> are going to have a point where it's like, you know what? We're fine. We're just going to walk away. We don't need to like continue with this. They're not under any pressure to go trade for KD right now. The team's good enough. They have a really good you know, core of dudes and a good set of complimentary pieces for next season. I think at some point they will just kind of remove that offer from the table. Not to say that's even on the table, but they'll remove whatever offer and just say, mm -hmm. you know what? Deal with your own mess, Nets. We're just going to continue and be a normal franchise that doesn't uh, get bogged down in this stuff. So that's my official prediction. I do not think the Raptors are trading Pascal Siakam or Scotty Barnes for no. Kevin Durant. No. Um, as much as the Pascal one makes sense money-wise, I think the appeal of getting Kevin Durant is to pair him with your all-NBA player, who yes. is Pascal Siakam. Yes. Um, <laughs> good question, though. Let's get to a couple more quick ones. This one comes from Javi Reyes, who asks, what's a feature you'd like to see in a basketball game? Nothing else added to that question. This was part of a multi-pronged question that involved a baseball thing and also the film Hustle, which we've talked about on other platforms before. So we're just going to get to the middle question. What's a feature you'd like to see in a basketball game? I don't know what this means, but we can go with whatever we want. Like a new addition to broadcasts, mm. uh, things you want to see, like rules incorporated into games, perhaps a four-point line, a trampoline where the free throw line is. I don't know. What do you got? I uh, always want to see more flame gouts. So just oh, have yeah. those going off. Somebody dunks, flame it. Great chase down block, flame it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what That's I want. a good one. I think any way you can make basketball more wrestling, as much as I'm not a wrestling fan, I, I appreciate the pageantry fireworks. of wrestling. Yes, fireworks, indoor fireworks, loud more noises. Parachuted we all love it. giveaways. That's a good one. More blimps yeah. going around, just mm -hmm. dropping like confections mm -hmm. to people. That would be really fun. Um, yeah, I, I think more t-shirt cannon, more mascot, more inflatable mascots, that kind of thing. Just like the stuff that you like, more of it. And then basketball will be I the see most fun the sport. Stilts Raptor officiating a game. Ooh, I don't dislike that. I don't dislike that. If Richard Jefferson can do it at Summer League, why can't Stilts Raptor, I say? Uh, good sort of question from our pal Javi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one comes to or comes from. Ba, ba, ba. Hold on. Uh, this one is just from Jake Talk Sports asking, 
When it comes to Van Vliet and Siakam, who would you prioritize signing right now if they were hypothetically both up for contracts and you could mm. only sign one? Katie, Jeez. this is a mean question. The Sophie's Choice of Basketball Jeez. Podcast Questions. What you got? This is mean. And why mm-hmm. do we want to torture ourselves like this when you have I, both of them theoretically? You know what? There were so many questions. They didn't the have to time, pick this one, but for hey. For the first time in like, you know what I mean? Like, because it's always like, oh, who's it going to be this season? And now yeah. we, we kind of don't have that. So we want to willingly put ourselves back there. I think it's always nice sure, to you know, always have a touch point to the despair fueled times where you're sad I don't know. and worried about your basketball team. Maybe I'm like extremely old fashioned, but I'm like, I just want a like a point guard. I just want a fundamental. <laughs> like I just want, I just always want that. And I think the mm-hmm. Raptors especially need that. So I guess I'm going with Fred in this <laughs> question that makes no sense to me. Yeah, the nice thing is that this is not a hypothetical that is going to happen. In fact, I would bet that both of these guys get extended and play very, very long times with the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. And it's not a concern at all. We're all just singing happy-go-lucky songs like the Who's on Christmas morning for the rest <laughs> of time at the altar of Fred and Pascal. Uh, I can't answer this question, question objectively because Pascal Siakam is like my second favorite Raptor of all time behind Kyle Lowry at this point. I love Pascal Siakam. I think his story is fantastic. I think the in-career arc of him and sort of the ups and downs he's written Mm -hmm. that are just like the exact kind of stuff that I am a mark for as a basketball fan. So Pascal will be my pick. I also think Pascal is just a better basketball player. So like if I'm being a ghoul, forced to be a ghoul, I'll take Pascal. But the beautiful thing is this is not a question that we have to confront with ourselves with ever again. Perhaps. Maybe we do. I don't know. But not right now. So we'll move on to one more question to close out this here big time. Mailbag spectacular. Uh, we've gone through most of them at this point, Katie. I'm just gonna search yeah, we're here. Doing well, we have done pretty well. Uh, let's go. Let's see if our pal Cam has one last one. As I look for his DM with a bazillion questions in it. Uh, this one comes for. Hey, this is just a nice way to leave us off into the weekend. Uh, can we stop for a second and acknowledge that if Siakam, Precious Barnes, Fred OG is the starting five? And a bench five of Kem, Thad, Otto, Gary Trent Jr., and Banton. You're also, uh, there's someone missing it in there. Boucher is not in there. Boucher's mm-hmm. there. Um, like, yeah. Can we just acknowledge that that team is kind of really good? Katie, I'm maybe this is just off-season brain because I talk about this team every day and my brain is just constantly thinking about the Toronto Raptors. But... I don't remember myself being this bullish on a Raptors team in a long time in the offseason going into the next season this far out. Mm-hmm. I think this Raptors team is going to rock. I think they're going to be so good. Will they win a title? Maybe not. But I think they're going to be a wins machine in the regular season. And I'm curious what you think. Like that collection of dudes just laid out there, which forgot Chris Boucher, who's very good, was like maybe the most impactful reserve in the entire NBA last year in terms of driving winning. Uh, like that is a really, really good crew of dudes. Yeah, it is. You're taking like the best parts of last season and then you've built on them in a very fun and like, I think kind of sustainable way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, like even the losses might be kind of interesting and fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to be weird as hell. They're going to try out it's different stuff. Be They're great. going to play lineups where Chris Boucher is the point guard, and it's going to be fine. Like, I, yeah, I'm really bullish on this team. I think, like, the the depth that they have is way more than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, just the, the simple addition of Otto Porter 
yeah, taking you keeping from eight fed, guys to nine that you trust. Like, what extra guy to drop in a starting lineup in a case of an injury? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they are going to be really good. They're going to be a problem, I think. Uh, where, where would you pick them to finish? This is the last question oh comes from God. Tristan. Where would you pick them to finish in the East right now? Where I you hate go? these questions. That's fine. You go one. It's just one, Katie. Just one. I'm going to say... I'm going to say fourth. Okay. How about that? I'm going to say the three seed. I think they're getting a three seed next year. I think that's uh, where I'm going to slot them in. And uh, maybe I'm wrong. Probably will be. Well, I'd say (laughs) I will be, but that's fine. Uh, Katie, we have done it. We have mailbagged for three consecutive episodes all in one afternoon. We're going to leave it there. You've got your electrolytes rationed. Hopefully, you got a little bit left to finish off just All to done. get you through. All oh, done. beautiful. You're, so you're electrolyted up. That's beautiful. Uh, Katie, anything you would like to promote for the good people out there that they should be I aware of on August the 12th? August 12th. <laughs> I guess wish, uh, if you haven't yet, wish Sean a congratulations on his nuptials. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie will be at the wedding. We're, we're not it recording a podcast there. It was such a fun wedding. <laughs> uh yeah go support all of katie's great stuff at whatever's on twitter dime basketball feelings yahoo sports canada right you got some stuff yeah. going there too yeah, yeah, yeah everything go support katie katie's the best i'm not the best but i'm here too thank you very much you can follow the podcast on your favorite apps go to youtube subscribe there it's much appreciated go make your second listen of the day Locked on Blue Jays. There's a pal Ben and Matt over there are keeping you up to date on Katie's favorite sport and team as the Blue Jays head into the stretch run here. Where's now in Cody Bellinger play? He plays for the Dodgers. Was he in the cool. All-Star game? I don't think he was in the All-Star game, but What's I didn't watch loss, much huh? of the All-Star game, so I can't totally say that with much conviction. That's uh, my definitely one though. baseball player. <laughs> uh, with that, we will wrap it up there. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this very long, drawn-out, week-long mailbag. You're the best. We'll talk to you again on Monday with I forget what we have planned as the off-season content. So you'll just find out Monday. Bye! <laughs>